Daniel Craig, we, we could use some good news here. Uh, <laughs> Daniel Craig, will you return as James Bond? Yes. Um, well, welcome to the James Bond Complex. I'm Matt. I'm Edgar. And uh, we are recording today. So normally, this episode is going to be posted later on tonight. Uh, it's uh, really a bullet point episode. Um, I just wanted to discuss a little bit uh, Bond 25. Wait, what? Bond 25. Never, uh, never heard of it. Um, what are you talking oh, so, about? Uh, oh, it's true. We, we are from the future. So we're talking about Bond 26. That makes more sense, yes. We already saw Bond 25. Uh, <laughs> No, well, there's not there's not that much news lately. I mean, you uh, noticed? Yeah, it's kind of it's it's really a dearth of news. There's uh, the uh, Danny Boyle rumor, who is now officially directing another film, some sort of a musical comedy. So now the new rumor is that Bond Twenty Five is delayed again. again. <laughs> and now uh, there's the the rumor that. Uh, well, that's not a rumor. Uh, Rachel Weiss, Daniel Craig's wife, is pregnant. So, right, uh, right, right, a, right. Something online that it could actually postpone production to. This is. Uh, we were talking about this before we hit record, but I guess for the for the listeners, just my point of view on all of this is, I've sort of made peace with the Bond Twenty Five situation. <laughs> no, but I mean it I, in the sense that I'm just not. Yes, I want. I want to have a Bond 25. I think you and I and all the listeners, we obviously want a Bond 25. But these protracted, prolonged rumors and nothing concrete coming out of the rumor mill, uh, as of this recording, it is late. It is the last weekend of April 2018. Spectre was November of 2015. I mean, come on. Uh, now... Uh, there was a there's a November 2019 release date, so to speak, which could be delayed. So at this point, you know what? It'll come out when it comes out, and I'm just not going to stress about it anymore. Yeah, it's, it's not str stressing over it. I mean, uh, Bond will return as we always, you know, he has always done. It might take him a while. Might it, there there have been some gaps in the past. Um, but yeah, but those gaps. Well, there's the six year gap, the legendary, the mythic six-year gap between License to Kill and, and Goldeneye, although there were some fairly legitimate reasons for that. And that's not to say there are no legitimate reasons for this gap. I mean, MGM is a bit of a battered and, and tattered studio financially, and I believe it's my understanding that the, the biggest issue is distribution. They simply don't have a studio yet to partner with. Partner with, excuse me, it's a little early. And... Um, no, it's not. It's noon, <laughs> <laughs> and um, so they don't have a, they don't have any partners to help distribute the film uh, domestically, quote domestically, which means North America, and globally. And obviously, if you don't have a distributor, well, then you don't have a major, major player that's going to put up pull up a lot of money for you. Uh, why is it so hard to find a company that wants to make a James Bond movie, which makes like nine hundred million bingo? I don't know. But they're having trouble finding one. I think it's. I think because well, if it was just, well, the uh, the rights for James Bond, yeah, coffee's cold. <laughs> well, it's the the cardboard of the cup like bent, and I think we got it in the recording. We we're, we're not cutting any of this. No, that's gonna be dumped online later on tonight. Uh, so yeah, now it's um, it's the it's it's because they're not only looking to 
to partner up with another studio to, for distribution for Bond 25, but also for Bond 26, Bond 27, Bond 28. And also, I guess they're looking for a partner for, well, basically MGM is looking for a partner right now. And they're hurting financial. They've been hurting since I think the, the 80s. Uh, it's not gotten better. Um, the, they have very, very few IPs they can rely on to make money. Uh, besides James Bond, what else do they have? Did they not co-finance the Hobbit films? Yes, they did. Maybe not the Lord of the Rings, but the, the Hobbit, Hobbit films, films they I did. I think Leo right. the Lion appears at the start of uh, the Hobbit films, I think. Yeah, I think you're correct. I, my, my, my feeling, and I don't know for sure, but I think Warner Brothers is hurting for a franchise since uh, the Harry Potter uh, series ended a few years ago. And DC's been a very hit or miss. Very yeah. hit or miss. Reactions have been lukewarm with the most DCU films. DCEU. Uh, they try to extend the Harry Potter franchise with those uh, uh, animals and creaturely animals things. Right. There's another one I think coming out this year. And those are not as successful as the Harry Potter uh series don't know how for successful or not but well they, they're making a sequel so must have been sufficiently successful for them to invest another 200 million or however much they cost I mean, yes uh, and they have johnny depp they can't go wrong so. <laughs> is he he's in those he's in the other one yeah or he's in the one that's coming i saw the trailer in front of a movie recently oh johnny depp's johnny depp's mug shows up so mm. but they, they they're hurting for a franchise and they're i don't think uh, they're gonna partner up MGM's not going to partner up with Fox now, especially since they are being bought up by Disney. No, uh, and you that's not going to happen. don't really want James Bond to be a, a Disney character. Um, doesn't it, 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 it sounds very weird, but that, then again, I know you and we've, obviously off mic, we've talked about the Marvel films and the Star Wars films a lot. I tend to like them. Maybe you're maybe a little bit more lukewarm towards them. But I like Marvel, but the Star Wars, uh, I could do without. The reason why I bring them up, though, is that I feel, that's just my feeling, is that they, they've let whoever has written and, and directed those movies kind of do their own little thing a little bit. So like, I'm not worried about, let's say James Bond is bought by Disney. I don't think it's going to be like smarmy wisecracking jokes every 20 seconds like in you know the marvel films or or in force awakens where it's like wink 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 i don't think they're going to do that they they'll understand what they've purchased um my fear with a potential disney mgm partner acquisition acquisition would be uh you know we've built an entire podcast around the possibility of uh, expanding the bond franchise uh, Disney has shown uh, an ability to milk their franchise, but uh, with especially with stars, it feels like it's draining the life and the fun of it. At least for me, I'm speaking for myself. I mean, I have not been a fan of uh, the Last Jedi or Rogue One. Uh, was uh, and my uh, my feelings towards uh, the Force Awakens have lessened with time, uh, mm. and I. I've I've been I've been to the grocery store lately and there they had the tubes you know those yogurt things with Star Wars characters on them. I mean every everything has mm. Star Wars on them. Mm. Like Marvel, 
I don't think Bond is as marketable as that, though. I mean, can't, there, there are some kids that like James Bond, but it's not a big thing among kids. That's I don't probably, think they market it that way. That's probably the reason why they're not going to bother buying <laughs> James that's Bond. That's a good point. Because it's not something you can sell to kids. No. I mean, the, the, they're selling Pirates thing, but pir the Pirates IP is something that was created by Disney itself. Well, it started as a theme park, right? Yes. That it, it's, it's for the family yeah, at its but, core. So. But even then, I mean... Uh, that that was a controversial. Um, I'm, 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 I'm just side side story. Uh, <laughs> it's a controversial. Like it's been censored. The, the original ride has been censored with censored. time. Yeah. Really. Uh, some some there were some uh, controversial elements that I, I I've never been, but I know, I've seen some YouTubers discuss it that they have altered the the ride itself because it is a little bit too randy for families, so they've altered. <laughs> the content uh, with time uh, and I'm guessing they would do the same to Bond I don't want I don't want a PC Bond and they they're, Disney has been very keen on promoting uh, more PC character you say that I, I, look no, you, I was about to attempt to contradict you I won't because I think you're by in large part you're actually right my minor counterpoint would be, well, if all of Marble, Marble? Marble? <laughs> if, our, all of, if Disney has their marbles <laughs> by buying Marvel, I mean, then that means, technically speaking, those Netflix shows like Jessica Jones and Your Daredevils, which are much more bloody, much darker, that's technically D, uh, DC. What am I talking about? Marble. Disney. It's technically Disney as well. Maybe by proxy, but it's still Disney. So it's not as though they want to, to deliver the exact same product across all, all mediums. So I'm not, again, you know, this is just speculation. There's absolutely, in fact, there is no rumor saying Disney's gonna buy James Bond. Uh, but I'm, were that to happen, uh, I know there, see, it happened to you too. Huh? Yes, it did. Uh, it's really annoying. <laughs> um, but I, I'm not, I wouldn't be terribly fearful about that. Yeah, it's, it's Perhaps that's all I that's all I can say. I mean, they they haven't. Um, but I'm not a fan of those next Netflix shows you just mentioned. Like I told you before, mm. I love the first season of Daredevil. Watched it completely. I struggled with the season two of Daredevil. I found the electric character to be annoying and a nuisance to the storyline with the Punisher. I couldn't finish Jessica Jones because it it was too depressing and too dark for me. Too uh, dark, really. Well, you were talking about the vic rape victim. I'm sorry. It just uh, that was great. It was too dark for me. I, honestly, I had different expectations for that show. Uh, the first teaser image, I video I saw, uh, led me to. Uh, it's her breaking her, her alarm clock with one hand. Uh, that that was the first teaser I saw. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be more comical, and it it, it really no, wasn't. No, it's not comedy. Yeah. It's it's there's no comedy at all. And this, um, uh, what's the next one? Luke Cage. Luke Cage, I watched the first episode, but I'm like, you know what? It's not talking to me. It's really, nothing happens for that, almost that, that first episode, except at the end, I think he, he has a brief fight scene. I could not stand the, um, I, I watched maybe a half of uh, Iron Fist, and yeah. I found the lead character to be such an idiot. I've heard that. I haven't watched that one. I'm like, oh, no, no, it's, it's unbearable. Uh, it's it, it, it is uh, like a bad version of Batman Begins. That's <laughs> that's what it made me feel like it 
I, I, I didn't like it. And the next one after that that I tried to watch is the Defenders one. I didn't watch that. I uh, It starts with a fight scene five minutes in. I'm like, I'm done. And the Punisher, I heard good things. I tried to watch it, but it's more the same, more of the same. It's They're very dark, very depressing, very moody. But I'm like, I, that's, you know, people complain about the, the DCU movies being too dark. They pale in comparison to the Marvel mm. uh, TV yeah. uh, TV yeah. Netflix shows. Have you heard, going back to Bond, uh, just for yeah, I know. the last couple minutes here, is um, have you heard the rumor about very generally what the plot might be about and who the villain might be? I heard that it might be a woman. Not just that, but that in uh, the, the story, Bond would actually have like a younger MI6 double uh, O under his wing. Yeah, I heard that too. Interesting angle to take. Interesting angle to take. I don't see G Daniel Craig's Bond as being much of a mentor, but that's kind of what would get me intrigued about it. What if they asked him to be somebody else's mentor? Because he's such a... James Bond, by definition, is a bit of a loner, but I don't think there's m more of a loner than Daniel Craig's Bond. My, 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 ugh. Ugh. I don't know. I, it seems, it, it seems like to me, each time you team up, especially an older actor playing James Bond with younger character, it makes Bond look even older. It, it happened to Roger Moore in uh, View to a Kill because all his villains are like 20 years younger than him. And even his uh, leading lady is about 20 years younger than him. It happened to Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan looks like a grandpa uh, when he's fighting Toby Stevens, uh, Ricky Yoon, and uh, what's the what's her name? Uh, Marin DeFrost. Uh, Rosamund Pike. Rosamund Pike. He, he looks like grandpa. And well, if come on now. No, but it's it just... If you want to accentuate uh, the fact that, you know what? Maybe it's time for him to quit the part. Good, go with the younger, uh, younger. Uh, it's going. Uh, it's going to be a girl. But I've never been a fan of those uh, Bond girl, uh, CIA, NSA agents. You don't like Pam Bouvier? Pam Bouvier? Yeah. That's kill. probably the only the, the exception. But even her, she's more like a pilot from if I remember than an actual like agent. Agent. She's more like a pilot. That's her. That's her job. She she works, but she's also just a pilot. But I love Pam Bui, but it's, it's probably the exception that confirms the role. Uh, I hate uh, what's her name, Jinx. Uh, most of them. That's I terrible writing, though. It's but I like when it's somebody um, more normal, and sh you follow the narrative through that character. That's why uh, even Christmas Jones. <laughs> hey, Melina comes to mind. Melina is yeah. great for that. Yeah. Those, those are my fa favorite uh, Bond girls. The Bond girls that they just happen to be a part of the story, that they have their own plot. Like Natalia Simonova, she, she's just a computer mm. technician. But she tech goes on that journey with Bond. Yeah. Like they, they demonstrate courage by actually getting engulfed and surviving this adventure with someone who does it like every weekend, exactly. it seems like. You know. Uh, no, I see your point. It's so I'm, I'm like, uh, the idea of the female villain, though, I like. I I've always liked it. I That's... Like I bring the words not enough a lot in on this podcast because I actually really like that movie. That's my second favorite uh, Brosnan Bond movie. Spoiler alert! It might be my first. Really? Yeah. 
I'm, I'm not. I'm surprised, but I'm For not. The script and the villain. Yeah, not the villain. It, and I think Brosnan is great in that one too. He's great. He's great. Yeah. He's great. Like I really, really like. I can't wait. It's gonna take a while. Yeah, before. that'll that'll be the James Bond complex episode 126 <laughs> or something like that. But we'll get to it. Yes, for sure. Um, but I love the idea of the woman. I mean, they're, they're, at the time they. I wish I could find the articles. I remember Dark, Dark Horizons. Um, that was a website. It's still around, but they had a bunch of rumors. And one of them was that, um, uh, what's her name? Lactra was actually one of uh, Bond's former lovers. And she had a child with him. And the child would turn out to be a, uh, an henchman. And <laughs> at the time, uh, Ewan McGregor, which when you think about their ages, it doesn't make any sense. But he was going to be like a uh, the James Bond evil son. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah, James those Bond would have to be really old, though. Yeah, those those rumors were crazy, but I'm like, I, I, I just like them. I'm like, uh, maybe not for this movie, maybe for maybe a one-off, a, a one-off or a book. I, I could see that in a book. Well, those I mean, those we were talking about this as well. Those Dynamite Entertainment comic books looked like they might be coming to an end. Do that as a one-off. I'd read that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, interesting. I would. I would do what you do it do do anything. Do, you know, keep the films you know sort of similar, but when you're in another medium, do what you want. There was something else about Bond Twenty Five that came up recently about. Uh, don't remember what it was though. No, um, uh, maybe I'm misremembering. I don't know. I thought it was the thing about the, what the the female villain, which frankly, it's like why would that be a big good? It's a big deal because there haven't been many of them. Uh, but I, I don't care about the fight. Just get the best actor for the role. Right, right. <laughs> yes, like an interesting character yeah. with, you know, we're miss. What have we been missing? Are people with interesting quirks, or, um, I know we we we're about to record an episode on Eidolon, one of the James Bond uh, comics. Uh, spoiler: It's going to be released eventually, but I'm spoiling it uh, right now. Um, there's a villain there that I really like, the the lead the henchman, uh, what's his name, Hawk, Hawkwood. Hawkwood, yeah. He's he's like a evil, er, two faced disfigured soldier. I love my henchmen with deformities or mm. like steel finger, not steel finger, steel uh, teeth, uh, or metal ends. Like we're we've been missing those. The only thing we had was uh, Hinks with his press on nails and I was uh, didn't use him very much yeah I mean that character it feels like they either cut some of his scenes or then shoot some of some of his scenes because something's missing like he should be especially when you have uh, Batista playing him it feels like he should have a bigger part he mm. has like three scenes and yeah. yeah we're missing an henchman with a yeah. quirk like that I agree. deformity I and a tragic villain and also I wonder if they're going to address the Me Too movement. Because uh, online, people are discovering there's a big bunch of uh, um, of millennials. Technically, I think both you and I are the generation, like, zillennial, they call it, because we're micro-generation no that's uh, been real, uh, born between um, the Star Wars movie. We have traits of both Gen X and millennials. Uh, but yeah, uh, they're freaking out about James Bond's. Because uh, I think a Why? lot of people, 
you know, people see James Bond. Look, you have a picture of Sean Connery. He looks like presentable, debonair. He looks, looks amazing. Looks amazing. White dinner jacket, red carnation. Well, that's one of my favorite suits. It's great. Basically, the, the truth about James Bond is he dresses nice. He has the best uh, manners when it comes to social formalities. But he's an asshole in his oh, personal okay. life. Oh, but that's what makes it fun. It's a movie. It's, it's I know, but... I'm not going to go outside today and behave like James I, Bond. I know, but if you're a millennial, you've, you've only seen the image that people present, and you know that he's, he's a, he seduces women, but when you watch the movies and he's truly horrible to women, he's a little bit... He's, not, he's racist at times, especially that Connery era. Uh, it, sh it shocks people, and I'm, my concern is that they're going to try... But I, I, honestly, I, I think they're going to try addre to address the Me Too movement uh, in the same way they addressed. They did. They did it in. They did it twenty years before uh, with Judy Dench and Goldeneye. Done. It's like I, I was going to bring that out. Uh, but are these people retarded? What do they want? <laughs> what do they know, want? You, it's you, a James you, know, you know what they want? Do you want me to tell you what? Go they watch want a light do? comedy. Well, they want to. They want to PCify Bond. Like that's. And it's been happening slowly, but I, I'm I'm kind of happy that people are having such a vile reaction to James Bond because even Fleming himself said that you know you, you're supposed to you you're not supposed to lo love James Bond. You're supposed to be conflicted about it. Exactly, and if you if you make James Bond PC, I, I'm I'm still flabbergasted the, by, by the fact that he doesn't smoke anymore, and that's one of the things I like. That's, yeah, but that's just unhealthy. Uh, so he's killing people and uh, that's sleeping his, that's with his job. <laughs> sleeping with multiple women. He's not. It's in that's drinking, also his job. Drinking. He needs to get. He needs to pump her for information. Yeah, but that's that. That's I. That's why I love the comics so much. He, he smokes. He drinks. And he, he's a he's a complete jerk. He's rude to people. Uh, and uh, in in um, uh, Spectre. There's a moment when he orders a drink and they're Spectre? like, huh? Spectre? Spectre. Spectre. Um, <laughs> he orders a drink and um, the guy's, oh, we don't do that. And he gives, gives him a, like a, no, it's Q that orders the green, I don't know what green it is. Goo. The green goo. And it's it's just repugnant, at least to me. Um, yeah, Bond just like, uh, I was afraid that he would actually taste it and go, mm, I'm drinking this from now on. No, That's doesn't he say just flush it down the toilet? Yeah, no, <laughs> uh, quit, um, skip the middleman, dump it in the toilet. It's a good line, actually. It's a good line. <laughs> Do we have anything else that we've bear we've been doing this for twenty minutes and we've talked about Bond twenty five for like five? <laughs> you know, you know what a. Yeah. I'm not entirely like honestly. Um, if they have to wait for Danny Ball to be finished and ready and uh, have the so that they you know everything falls in order to get him to direct Bomb Twenty Five, I say skip it, get somebody else, yeah. get the other script, just bring the movie. Cause, there uh, can't be a shortage of directors that want to make a Bond movie. You yeah. know, to all the men, to all the millennials who are actually shocked by James Bond, why does everybody want to play? A Bond girl, a Bond villain, a Bond henchman, a Bond sidekick, James Bond, direct the Bond movie, write the Bond score, sing the Bond song. Why do they all want to do it if it's such a terrible franchise? No, but so it, it's, a, it's a vocal minority. I mean, 
I don't remember how many people who are on Twitter, but it's not that many people. Like, not many people use Twitter. It's a, a we use it, but it's not that. Like, there's seven billion people on planet Earth. Like, uh, how many people? Seven billion, I think. Not seven million. billion. Sorry, that's what I meant, but I mispronounced. Seven million people in seven this billions. There's not there's not that many people who use Twitter, and you know what? Most people are fine with James Bond the way it is. Just there's always a there's always somebody who's gonna be willing to. You can't please everybody. Exactly. Can't please everybody. Go see Avengers. But I like the fact that it shocks people because that's the worst thing that can happen to Bond that people become used to his uh, persona, character, his weaknesses, like the complacent Bond is uh, okay go home and that's why i mean that's i mean there are tons of reasons why i i like the franchise but that's one of the dominating reasons he's such a conflicting character he he saves the day he protects the innocent he goes out and and uh, vanquishes very very truly evil people but he's bit of a jerk like it makes the character interesting otherwise i wouldn't really be interested if it was just a goody two-shoes that's why i like the character i'm not going to sleep with every second woman that uh that i come across (laughs) (laughs) um you know i'm not going to go out killing people that i just don't like but in the context of the films and the books or the comics or what have you it makes it interesting because it shocks you yes it does so it gives you a reaction i mean sometimes it's supposed to taste like sugar and that's that's the thing i think people are so used this generation so used to uh things that are easily digestible uh very warm like marvel movies marvel movies are bond will give you something warm all right (laughs) but marvel movies are very like approachable they're very cutesy Mm. i love them i love them doesn't mean i I love them but I, sometimes I want uh, my entertainment to, to be a little bit rougher. That I don't, I don't, I don't mind something a little bit more uh, raw. Yeah, and and to and to say the Bond films are raw is like you know, which which makes the whole millennial thing even more yeah. shocking. Like really, they're not that. That's raw. Give me a break. Yeah. Anyways, I I have nothing much else to add. Yeah, to no, I think Bond we're film. done. So uh, you can find us on the. Uh, well, on the Facebook page, on the Twitter page, you know, I'm, I, 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 yeah, I don't feel like repeating everything, so we're just gonna cut no, this. No, it's all right. I, we're on Facebook. Find us on Facebook at the James Bond Complex. We have a Twitter account, the Bond Complex. Uh, there is an Instagram page uh, which you manage uh, very uh, astutely. Uh, there is www.thejamesbondcomplex.com. We are also well. There's Anchor.com. Obviously, you can listen mm-hmm. directly from, from Anchor. I would ask, and I think you would too, subscribe to our show on iTunes. Give us a little review. Uh, five, star, five star, five you know, star. I'm sure I've said this over the last couple of recordings. If five stars feels right, if that's what your heart tells you to do, go ahead and give us five stars. Do not limit yourself. Yeah, uh, don't just give us one star. Give us five. In, in fact, fill up. Here's what you can do, listeners. Fill up all five stars, and then in the comment section say, where's the sixth star that I can give it to you? <laughs> Um, so and uh, we're on tw- I'm we're on Twitter individually as well. I'm at double O pop. The word double underscore O H underscore pop. Matt O'Claire. And uh, well, as uh, <laughs> we're talking about James Bond twenty five, just as James Bond always returns, so too will the James Bond complex. Uh, 
We're doing uh, from Russia with love book is being released this Wednesday. That doesn't change. All right then. So uh, I I love the fact that we're going to be barely editing this. So just as James Bond always returns, so too will the James Bond complex in Ian Fleming's From Russia with Love. Merci. À la prochaine. À la, ben, à, à mercredi. À, si Wednesday. <laughs>